0: Oh, I had a really bad joke. Um, what if we were sponsored by soup or natural? So it's like a oh, it's like a really really bad. terrible uh, <laughs> organic soup company with like a spooky ghost as their spokesperson.
1: Um, I bet there are a lot of supernatural soups on the list.
0: Uh, all right, with I've that. <laughs> I got my bad joke out. Uh,
2: oh so. no, it's going in the episode. I'll bring it up.
0: No, <laughs> I'm gonna. I will disavow it.
2: Uh, <laughs> Dan, tell us about our special sponsor. best part would be if What's supernatural was invested in by love spackle <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> well, you I mean financially you. right not you however
2: you're
0: not talking about like like a like a like a special wise? Like a secret ingredient, and that ingredient is love. Like. I mean, I'm but not discounting. By love. I'm not you're... discounting. All right. Uh, you know what? Maybe this whole thing will just be the intro, and then I'll just roll right in.
1: <laughs> I think she's talking about <laughs> soup. It's, uh... oh, God. It's, right.
0: uh, it's... <laughs> Oh. Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba Comedy Editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba TV Editor Tori Preston.
2: Hi, Dan.
0: Hi, Tori. And uh, the creator, I guess, of Pajiba, Dustin Rolls. You're
1: welcome. (laughs) No, no, congratulations. Every (laughs) week I do that. Both. It's (laughs) (laughs) both.
0: (laughs) <laughs> well you s- I'm assuming you're saying you're welcome for creating all that yes. we all that we see. And congratulations
2: the- for being in your presence. Right. You're welcome.
0: That makes sense. Uh this week on the show, uh we're still doing Supernatural. This is week 4 out of 5.
2: Oh uh, man. We're We've only got th- one
0: more left. Only one more left, and this is our last one in August. Although the the next one will have been recorded in August, which is why it's part of our August Supernatural Spectacular. But Spectacular. Uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking about going for it, and I could not get my tongue there. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we'll we'll get to it this week. Was uh, was uh, the if Dustin's name didn't clue clue you in, it's. Uh, God Week, uh, kind of, and uh, but you know before that, how how is how are you guys and and how is your drink? Ooh. Also,
2: I so I'm going to just start because uh, I think I'm the person who did not have disappointing wine this week. Um, <laughs> I lucked out, so I I ordered takeout from one of my favorite restaurants this week, and they had a special for a trio of rosés, and they would it was like. You know, 45 bucks and we'll give you three, like, good bottles of rosé uh, to go with your, you know, whatever you order. And I was like, that sounds great. So I I drank one bottle with friends and now I have two additional bottles of rosé that I've never had before. So I'm trying them. So I'm having one right now and is Parasol? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to say it. It's from 2019. <laughs> it's delicious. And I'm very happy that I ordered... I think all rosés I just need to start buying wines in triplicate,
0: basically. <laughs> I agree.
2: Like, why pick one bottle if you can just get
0: at least three? <laughs> you mean three of the same one?
2: No, just three of any, really. I'm not, oh, okay. you know... Yeah, these are different. They're three different bottles of wine.
0: Oh, got it, got it.
2: So. But I didn't have to pick them. I just said, give me your trio. And they brought them. <laughs>
0: That's great. All right.
1: Uh, I uh, I had another wine from my uh, wine club, and it was terrible. <laughs> from uh, bright sellers.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's a good idea to advertise them when you're unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> this this is not like, how we get free wine, is what I'm saying. No.
2: no I, well, apparently the, he it. got ripped off.
0: <laughs> oh, that's I, true. Well, I mean,
1: so they gave. They said, "Hey, we got." Uh, 12 bottles for like 120 bucks or something. Because of the bad labels. Yeah, they said they were nicked labels, but the labels were not nicked. They were just shitty wine. And I had one uh, half a glass and then I had to toss it because it was so bad. And now I'm drinking Allagash.
2: Oh. So how many <laughs> bottles great. out of the case have you had tried so far?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's only four kinds in there.
2: Oh, so you get yeah.
1: multiple.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh,
2: that's lame. That's even worse.
0: So that yeah. that definitely uh totally got suggests right yeah that it that it's the stuff that they can't sell and mm-hmm. not the uh not a label issue.
1: Yeah. Two kinds have been undrinkable. One called
0: dancing juice
1: is uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: dancing juice.
1: Mhm.
2: Wow, what That's kind?
1: Good wines to like bring to parties to you know people you don't really know very well. Yeah, but you just drop it on a table. Uh, it, oh yeah, you just
0: hide it in the back and right.
1: Except when that someone never get yep. party again. But you know, one day.
2: I'm telling you, just add soda and fruit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and crack.
2: And, yeah, <laughs> and make sure you have like a breath mint and maybe like gargle something before you drink it, so you can be like, oh no, it just tastes weird because like my my taste buds are all minty. <laughs> uh,
0: as for me, I I also had a bottle which did not go well, and so I'm I I'm no longer drinking it. I don't remember the name already, but it's out of my brain because uh, I'm drinking instead a Trentino, which I've had before. It's a Pinot Grigio. It's it's pretty good.
2: I think you said it was Kona or Kona.
0: It 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 was Kona, but not. It wasn't Kona. It was Co something. Um, anyway, it's it's out out of my line of sight, and so I have forgotten. <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of good wines in
1: my life and a lot of bad wines in my life, but I never ever ever remember the names of either. So. <laughs> When I go back to the grocery store, it's like a crapshoot all over again yeah. every week. Right. Sometimes
2: I think I should open like a, a note on my phone where I record types of wine that I like. Yeah. If I like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. wine, I am too busy drinking it to like think to write something. Right. So then I go in and look at the wine selection, and I'll recognize, because I'm very visual, so I won't remember the name, but I'll remember like the label. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at it and go, like I've definitely had that before. Yeah. can't remember if I like it. So I've bought the same wine over and over and over again because I literally cannot remember if I've bought it multiple times because I like it or if I've bought it multiple times just because I recognized it.
1: Right. <laughs> same. I, there's Middle Sister and a Gnarly Head. But I've had both of those a lot because they always cost $8.99 and I don't remember if they're good or bad. I
2: think I've had Gnarly Head. And it's fine. Uh, I like fine. That's fine. Does the job.
0: Oh, that's so many. So, no comment. So many no comments on that whole <laughs> sentence story. <laughs> uh, let's move on to this week's topic: supernatural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it just <laughs> kept going. It just kept going. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and that's
2: week a four. good joke, Dan. <laughs> Do you have any other good jokes?
0: You know, I. Uh, I'm not really what you. I'm not really a funny ha ha <laughs> kind of joke writer. I'm more of a oh. huh. like you're like oh yeah well that's a that's a thing you've <laughs> you've successfully taken up ten seconds of my life with I, that. I Thank see you. what
2: you did with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, no, I, I will not be repeating the joke that might be in the teaser. Who knows? We'll see how it ends up. Uh, this week on the show, we're talking Supernatural again, <laughs> uh, and, uh, the, the, so this week was kind of built around, uh, Chuck Shirley, aka, uh, God, as we right. find out, um.
2: Yeah, right. I threw in a, a zinger in the middle just because I wanted to have it there and I felt like right. another Monster of the Week would be fun. But right. uh, yeah, I figured it was time to to dig into the Chuck of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, what did you what did you guys think of Chuck Shirley?
1: I would like, say, The Monster at the End of the Book is my favorite episode of Supernatural ever.
2: Really? And
1: really? I love that episode. That was like <laughs> the best. It was like all meta, all like inside jokes that I got because I know Supernatural enough well enough now to get it <laughs> and Rob Benedict I just fucking love yeah I don't know why I like him so much but he's so perfect for this character yeah so and and uh, at first it felt like oh they're doing that um, the, the s- episode you had us watch before where it was uh, oh oh when uh, they were in their own TV show Mm-hmm. Right,
2: changing channels. Yeah.
1: Right. And I thought that that's that's what this was going to be again, but it was completely different. Yeah. Right. So much fun.
2: Yeah, it was good. And there's another one that they do with him um where they end up going to like a supernatural fan convention. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, oh, which is also good because it's yeah, like I I really enjoy the way they use the fact that these books exist as a way to comment on their own um, like it is meta, but it's also it completely works within the universe of the show. Right. Like they can comment on their own fandom without it being a complete wink to the audience. It's like no, within this universe, there are people <laughs> who know about them because of these books written by a prophet. Right. Um, and and like as the show goes on, like there are other prophets that you meet. Chuck like introduces you like he's the first prophet. And so, but he isn't the last and they don't yeah. all obviously like write books or whatever, but, um, the show kind of goes away from him, introduces other prophets. And then when he returns, which we got to, um, later this week, uh, I mean like of the, in the last episode we watched, don't call me Shirley from season 11. And that's mm. a twist where it's like, yeah, there have been other prophets, but he also was never really a prophet. He was God the whole time.
0: Right. So So. I have a I have a question since you've seen all of these. Mm -hmm. Um and and maybe this is something that like would need I, I don't know how evident it is in the rest of the episodes or not, but does it feel like to you like he was just introduced as like a weird character because the season four episode we saw Mantra at the end of the book—that's the first time we meet him. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So Although between that, you guys have that... seen
2: him because we had already skipped ahead to the right. season five finale, and he does right. the like voiceover. Right. He's yeah,
0: but like between that, that makes a season... lot more sense now. Right. but between his first appearance and the the season eleven episode where he reveals that he's God, um, does it feel like? he is, does it feel like that was planned or does it kind of feel like they're like, oh, what if it was this?
2: So it's weird. When I first watched the show, um, mm-hmm. I I kind of thought that they had never, because again, he was introduced during that five season sort of planned arc. Right. So my impression was that he was just supposed to be a prophet and then the mm-hmm. show moved away from him. But as this show has a tendency to do when there's a, a character or an actor that has great chemistry, they find a way to bring them back. Right. And so they always kind of would bring him back, but he he went away for a long time. There are like huge gaps where he's not in the show. I think they okay. they like think he's gone, and that's why there are other prophets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he so. So I, I kind of thought that when they brought him back as God, it was just the writers kind of going like, well, rather than introducing somebody new, wouldn't it be cool if we use this character that everyone actually already knows and it right. it makes sense, but like, I, didn't, I never thought it was planned. Right, right. As we've been rewatching, at the end of that season five finale that we watched, when he's sitting at the computer and he reads the end of the last pages that he's written and then he disappears.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh Ah, so
2: uh actually, like when we watched that last week or whatever, that was when I was like, maybe
0: he actually
2: always was supposed to be God. I don't know. And obviously, I should probably like read an interview with the writers and (laughs) like I probably could answer that. This is better. They don't.
0: They don't get. (laughs) They don't get a say once it's on. Once it's been filmed.
1: Yeah. But it's funny about how well it works. You know. Yeah. Right. That sort of storyline.
2: And, and I know I've mentioned this before, but like why I've been really enjoying the, the finale is the this last season is that they're really digging into this theme of like, you know, God being the ultimate villain. And right. it's not just, you know, a God who decides all this stuff, but it's uh, who has, you know, set them up for all this misery. But it's also the idea of a writer you know, it's digging into the the concept of a, a creator and a writer who um is obsessed with their story. Right. And and honestly not always a very good writer. <laughs> so they can kind of play both ends where it's like, right.
0: you know they, When there's a but it's funny I I mean, even on first on like the, the idea of writer as God. Yeah. Uh is like it's very it's just funny because of course that has to be written which means that it's like you know the writers on some level thinking of themselves as gods even if it's jokingly but then also for the characters themselves it's also true like that that the writers are the ones who created them and created their world so it's both true and insufferably uh Uh, self aggrandizing
2: (laughs) yeah but but i also i think where because you know i've seen variations on that too there's a comic book called uh kill shakespeare Mm -hmm. that's all about the characters from shakespeare's plays trying to break out and kill shakespeare oh that's cool he is their god and they don't you know it's like yeah (laughs) they don't like what he's done what he's done like yeah some of his plays are really you know are tragedies Mm -hmm. so you know it's an idea that's that's been done um where i think i think the final permutation of it because obviously like in season 11 you find out that he's god and that he's a writer and you go through that whole don't call me shirley episode right um and then you know the show goes on it's you know the big bad that season is god's sister so it's about god deciding to reveal himself and actually take a hand in the events Mm -hmm. um and they kind of sidestep
1: that i huh Oh, I was just gonna say I was I, I, I'm nearly done with God's Sister arc, and it's fine. It's not as good as, as that episode.
2: Yeah, you know who do you do you recognize who plays God's Sister? Oh yeah, Dustin. Wait, I don't. What? Um, she is Emily it's, Swallow. She Emily is, Swallow. Yep, yep, the armorer from the best show of 2019, The Mandalorian. Oh,
0: God, that's right. <laughs> Instantly recognizable in both roles. In
2: both roles, whether
0: whether she's wearing a Mandalorian helmet or not.
2: Yeah, I am mean, just can, the voice alone, you know. Yeah, also, she's also
0: yeah. Uh, Lisa in uh, Castlevania.
2: Touring. Yes, she is. Uh, I love her. Um, I also <laughs> my favorite part about the whole thing is she's willing to kill all of humanity except Dean. She's like, actually, I kind of want to copy you. <laughs> I was like, Dustin will find that relatable.
1: She has been in a lot of things, and I have seen none of them. Well, well, you've seen The Mandalorian.
2: You've seen some of The
1: Mandalorian. Watch. Is is she in a mask? Is she? Yeah, she's 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 the the armor.
0: She was in the first episode, Dustin.
1: Yeah. How do you remember what
2: her voice? (sighs) I don't know. I listened to her, and I was like, "You're God's sister." (laughs) Um, You know, duh. So, so anyway, but so I like that. Even with this, so they they reveal him after many, many episodes, many, many seasons, that, okay, so Chuck the prophet is actually God. Bring him back into the show. And even then, despite the fact that the characters for seasons have been like God's a dick... Um, they start, you know, for a show that's kind of built on daddy issues, they kind of mm-hmm. strike on the biggest daddy issue of them all, which is God being the absentee parent. Right. And now that he's actually willing to take a hand in events, what? how does that change things? And they still kind of let it slide for a few seasons. Like that season 11, we're going, it isn't until the end of season 14 where it really becomes apparent that like the problem with God is that this is all a story that he's writing. Mm -hmm. And he wants it to go a certain way for his own entertainment. And when Dean and and Sam, who obviously are, their whole thing is free will. Like we we are always trying, whatever destiny is set out for us, we will try to buck it because we don't want it. You know, it's just, that's the human way. Uh, It's like Chuck finally has had enough. Mm -hmm. And now they're, and so as you go into season 15, they're enemies because Sam and Dean refuse to play their roles. So, there are these themes that have been there from before we knew who God was, and right. it's the and that 's what I part of what I enjoy about the show is like yeah it's been running for so long, but it's been very consistent in how it's just offering different permutations and explorations of the same core themes mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, now God is uh, trying to he's willing to destroy the the world because Sam and Dean refuse to give him the the version of the story that he wanted. Uh, But it's also funny because he's really obsessed with, basically, like, what the show reveals is that this, the the Sam and Dean that we've been watching, there are multiple universes, which we've also known. uh, And in them, as much as God, God keeps creating these different sandboxes, different versions, and they're not as interesting as the ones that we've been watching. So he's like, he keeps coming back to essentially our Sam and Dean.
0: Oh, okay. So these are like kind of his favorites. his favorites, of, And yeah. so he,
2: you know, and it's like, well, if you guys won't do what I want, like I'll burn all of them down because none mm. of them matter. So there's literally like an episode in season 15 where he goes to an alternate universe, walks into a radio shack, takes it over, turns on all like the whole wall of televisions and has them programmed to every single different world as he just destroys them all. And, like, monologues about it. <laughs> like, it's really bizarre.
0: <laughs> and the the most shocking part of that is that it's a universe where Radio Shack still exists.
2: Yes, that's supposed to be the <laughs> funny part. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, like, not called Radio Shack, but it's clearly Radio Shack. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's how you know it's not our universe.
0: <laughs> right. Um, this is not related to the show at all, but I kind of miss Radio Shack. Yeah, right? Like, what it is, wasn't... Really what?
1: The only thing Radio Shack had was, like, those uh, robots that were wired.
0: Right. But but it was, no, no, but it was, it was like a, it was just a perfect kind of, like, mall or strip mall place where you could go, you could kind of play with stuff. The workers never cared. Like, they were like, yeah, hang out, who cares? Like, whatever. I know you're not here to buy something, but, you know, just, just don't steal anything and we're fine. Um, And, yeah, you could play with the robots. They always had remote control cars. Um
2: I was they always had like, the like little the little, you know, radio bits or like you yeah. know
0: or like the batteries for like your cordless phone on the wall that like you couldn't find a oh, replacement yeah. battery for. Oh, yeah.
2: I always walked in and assumed stuff. I could build I like I always associated it with like that was where Doc Brown must have gone, like whenever he was <laughs> trying to like fix up the, the yeah. DeLorean, you know. Like yeah. for some reason Radio Shack had every mad scientist piece you would need.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: which tells you a lot about the time period. It was relevant <laughs> during. <laughs> I wonder how different uh, Captain Marvel would have been if she'd crashed into a radio shack instead of a blockbuster. I Probably, not. Probably
1: not. I haven't here. seen uh,
0: <laughs> Captain Marvel. Oh, damn it. Oh. Am I supposed to? Is it?
1: What? Is Captain it? Marvel is
0: the best Marvel. What?
1: What? Ooh, that doesn't sound.
2: Wow, right. Gauntlet Throne, Dustin. Interesting. We've been
1: watching, rewatching it really? with the family. The best. That, it's, it's pretty good. I think All that's the best I, one.
0: I heard mixed things, which is why I kind of like what? To say it. Yeah. I loved it. Who gave uh, you
2: mixed? What?
0: I don't know. Reviewers.
2: Uh, did you um, read my review? Because I yeah. was really positive on. It.
0: I'm sure I did, but you know, you know me, I don't go to the movies, so it's not a. <laughs> Unless it's but, a unless it's a Takashi Miike movie about a boxer with a brain tumor <laughs> fighting his way through Tokyo, uh, then uh, that's, you not, mean,
1: that's not that's not Yakuza like, Apocalypse. <laughs> you like Marvel movies?
0: They're fine. Yeah. they're they're amazing achievements, but they're all like B plus as a movie. Like oh, I, yeah. I I enjoy them. They're fine. I don't need to. I've never had to see any of them more than once.
1: I will say, having, now rewatching them, there's like, uh, before James Gunn and after, and the before James Gunn movies are not that great. They don't hold up as well. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. have a sense of humor. Right. Or as much. And Whedon wasn't like, his movies were kind of shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were functional, but they were not. Yeah. Right. They were impressive because they were all of the Avengers together. It was not necessarily what Whedon did with it. Right. All of his personal touches were.
0: But that's the thing to me is like all 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 of those movies, or not all of them, but a lot of those movies, they're so, like they're so big and unwieldy. They really shouldn't work. So the fact that they work at all is amazing. Right. Um. But, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to sit. I don't know. Other than uh, Into the Spider Verse, that one I've seen multiple times. I love That that movie. Yeah. Okay, so this is
2: not a movie podcast.
0: Not a movie podcast, no, but I'm no, watching no. them all on uh, on my Apple TV, so TV? <laughs> Technically?
2: Technically? Uh, yeah. So
0: those, those
1: Spider-Mans are really good, too. The, the
0: Tom ones. I haven't... Yep. Uh,
2: the Sony... Oh, I the saw Tom
0: the ones. first one.
2: I mean, so Wait. I like the Andrew Garfield ones. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, he
0: I does. haven't seen those.
2: Well, he's really? good.
0: Yeah. He okay. is, and so is on the stunt. Fantastic. Yeah. And T- Dennis Leary, how's Dennis Leary? I don't remember.
2: He's actually really charming <laughs> and great as her dad.
0: He's, oh, that, right. no, that seemed like a good role for him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, bring it back to TV. Dennis Leary, who's in uh, the Moody's Christmas, which just got picked up for a second season, but it's just going to be the Moody's, so no more Christmas. No more thing Christmas? They
2: don't yeah. want to just like do uh, Thanksgiving, maybe? Or, uh, you know? they're,
0: I, I guess not. But um, yeah, the Moody's coming back to Fox someday. Um, wow! In the meantime, supernatural. Uh,
2: supernatural. So, uh, so you got some yeah. Chuck, and you got some God Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, some booger, huh? And, some, and booger, some booger, yeah.
1: Yep. And so, yeah, uh, I
2: realized that was one of the things I was like, okay, two big question marks because we jumped right into season eleven. You are not going to know what is going on with the darkness, who is God's sister, right? Uh, and you won't understand who Booger is because he's Metatron, and you missed the like multiple seasons where he's there he's been like kicked out of heaven and then he like takes over heaven and tries to set himself up as a god and then like gets defeated and is no longer an angel and
0: right you know. but it kind of it i mean even though there's a lot of backstory that i didn't know it it still made sense like as an episode it still made sense right and like um, you kind
2: of get that you know he's yeah. somebody that you're supposed to recognize and he's digging in a garbage can so right. you pretty much understand what you need to
1: <laughs> yeah he also Although also felt I, like Like a commentary on like a movie or TV critics or recappers of the show. Yeah. Was that not intentional or is that just like, I don't know, that's what it felt like to me. The way he just kept (laughs) criticizing uh, God's um, creation. And and keep in mind, when we see uh, uh, Richard from Felicity for the first time again, we're like, we still only know him as the writer of The Supernatural Company. So when Booger's talking to him, it feels like he's criticizing him and a, and the show, like a stand-in for. Right. Never mind, you know. what no, I I mean. get, I get yeah. what you're
0: saying. Um, I was uh there. There was one thing about that episode that I wasn't. I was trying to figure out, and I if I had uh, more time, I would have gone back and kind of rewatched closer. But um, I was trying to figure out how the so the the God Metatron stuff in the mm-hmm. bar was kind of so compelling that. I didn't really care what was happening in the Sam and Dean story because it was like, that felt so much like an afterthought.
2: It was, Um, (laughs) but in
0: a way that like, also by the end of it made me think like, wait, are these like, like, you know, it's, it's cut in a way that it makes you think like, Oh, these are happening at the same time. But (laughs) the, but by the end of it, because of the way that basically it seems like, you know, it's, it's, I mean the, the way that that arc goes, It feels like it's going to be, you know, that everyone's going to die, basically. Uh, But then um, uh, Chuck rewrites the end, or God rewrites the ending, and then everyone's alive again. Yeah.
2: He he decides to, like, intercede.
0: Right. But in doing so, it kind of felt like... It felt like that's, like, the God-Metatron stuff was happening kind of, like, out of time, which also would make sense for two, you know celestial beings yeah on some level and well, then w- and then we're just seeing the, the Sam and Dean play out you know sp- interspersed in because we have to
2: right you have yeah because it has to kind of like keep the stakes right Um well yeah because I think it was a sort of happening out of time like he created this bar that is safe from everything so I think the idea right. is that it's, it is removed from kind of the universe right um, it's a place that the darkness can't get um and, yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of, like, exposition in those scenes because it's trying to explain, like, well, <laughs> you know, so if you're God,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. how
2: did this all work? And why are you, you know, why is your sister so pissed at you? And, like, <laughs> um, and I think, no, that was a different part. But, anyway, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's fair. And the show always kind of does that, like, finds different ways to comment on, not only its own fandom, but its its shortcomings, right? And I think that it's not just that the show will like try to grow, but it's it also I like that it's been on long enough that it can it can find its own holes and poke at them and laugh at them and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it absolutely was like I think doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I definitely I I was almost kind of impressed that. Uh, that the Sam and Dean storyline felt like almost a throwaway. Um, like like it, that episode, you could have kind of had that episode just be a play between God and Metatron. Yeah. And it would have been, you know, 85% as compelling as, as what you get.
2: Yeah, I think that it wouldn't, yeah. I mean, the Sam and Dean stuff didn't matter. It just, they needed to have, to create some sort of situation <laughs> for God to step into. But I also right. like that, you know, it's, it is that sort of deus ex machina thing. Like in a normal, in the way a story would normally play out, Sam and Dean would have been the focus. Right. And God coming in at the end to fix everything would have been the like, oh geez, you had to like rely on him to change it. And I like that they kind of flipped it in the sense that no, the thing that like sort of is coming out of nowhere and has nothing, there's no investment in it is the ongoing storyline with Sam and Dean.
0: Right, right. And
2: we're all waiting for, you know, God to actually do something. Um, right.
0: Um, also in that episode, couple, uh, uh, God had a couple of great lines, uh, early in the episode, acting is fun. That was, uh, I like that. <laughs> um and uh when he i I think you had mentioned this before tori but when he says that he'd rebuilt castiel more times than he can remember yeah um, i was just like that's just like it's a nice nod to the fact that like clearly you know the character dies all the time and comes back yeah magically and
2: and that you know but it's also that acknowledgement of like this isn't it's you know he's been absentee but he has stepped in before Mm -hmm. And I think the show is constantly like, you know, that's a problem when you are dealing with, when, you know, when you write angels and demons and gods into a story, how do you justify when, you know, because if you have a character that can literally fix everything, you know, well, how do you maintain dramatic tension? So then it's, this is the chance for them to kind of point out like, well... Why do you step in when you do, and why don't you? And the the reason they've come up with is that you know, he's a spectator. He's a writer, right. but he's writing a story that he would enjoy sitting back and watching. Right. So he, those are the things that he he is kind of led by, and so whatever mm-hmm. is interesting to him, he'll he'll jump in and do. Um, right. Although you know Metatron also manages to guilt him, you can see that mm-hmm. kind of happening, which is which is a little interesting. But he's you know he's selfish and he's I like that God is you know a bit more complex than you might expect, and also right. you know a dude who likes playing guitar. Yeah, <laughs> he's very college bro about it.
0: Yeah, and he taught himself, but by teaching himself, he means he just gave himself the ability. Correct. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this this is not a fully formed thought because it just popped in my head, but. All of this discussion about the way that God plays out in, uh, in in supernatural and when He decides to inter- intervene and when not to, it almost feels, it it suddenly hit me that this is kind of reminiscent of Doctor Who. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: and the way the way that the Doctor like he's mostly just kind of like goofy traveler and he doesn't intervene until he does. Right. But like when he can intervene, when he intervenes, and it's like of course he can fix everything, even if like. Especially in, like, the Moffat era where, like, you know, he can unwind everything in the last five minutes.
2: Right. Yeah, it's, um, I'm very but, clever.
0: <laughs> yeah. And unless but, there's a
2: paradox, and I can usually work my way out of a paradox, too. right?
0: Um, but just the idea that, like, it's, a, yeah, that, that he's so powerful that you're kind of just waiting for him to get around to it. Like, he, just to get him a reason for it. Right.
2: And that's why I think, like, it is inevitable that he ultimately is the show's big bad right because if he wasn't then you would just sit there and go well then why did any of this have to happen right the fact that this was for his amusement makes him the villain mm-hmm. and that i think is an interesting um you know kind of final branch for this to explore like he has mm-hmm. to be but it also there's um within that oh train
0: train Train!
2: Ah, oh, we're blessed <laughs> um, within that they have to they don't make him completely all powerful so mm-hmm. there are there are certain checks kind of like what they do with with Doctor Who where it's you know he's not a god he just is you know very very smart and has you know some tricks up his sleeve but right. with with uh, Chuck they, they kind of explore like first um, death you know you saw death the four horsemen you know he's like I'm older than God right you know, so you have this one entity at least who is around longer than him. Uh, then you get with Amara; it's like they're kind of equally powerful, and right. he, you know, managed to lock her away. But when she's freed, he goes into hiding because, like, that he doesn't know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with uh, what's going on in the final season, um, he created a weapon, hoping that a Dean would shoot a character Jack that you you haven't met yet but uh, it ends up being a a weapon that's powerful enough to hurt God doesn't kill him but hurts him and so like reduces his power for a while Mm -hmm. Um, and you know so it is interesting there are like little ways where he's not infallible right but also you know but he's still God he's still (laughs) he's, he's he's really, he's really powerful. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, so it, it just makes it even funnier when it's, you know, it, the salmon Dean sort of like, you know, oh, we'll beat him. And it's like, well, okay, but how, <laughs> what are you going to do? Really?
0: Right. Right.
2: Um, so, but you know, their whole problem is just that every bad thing in their lives, he, he made happen. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode that we're going to watch next week that I'm really excited about. <sighs> um, because it explores what happens when you know, with the with these two being his his favorite characters, that you know the Winchesters are essentially what the, what it turns into is supernatural. Is God's favorite show? He wrote it himself for his own amusement.
1: <laughs> and, are we jumping into season fourteen? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Next week
2: we're gonna get your first. And, and it, I included it because it's the last um, Garth DJ Qual's appearance but also because it is a genuinely enjoyable Sam and Dean moment. And it is the, the episode explores what happens when, so like when, you know, Sam and Dean and and God get in their fight, um, rather than smiting them, God takes away his goodwill, takes away his favor. So Sam and Dean find out what it's like when they're no longer God's favorite. And, Uh. and it turns out that, (laughs) <laughs> they're not as special as a lot of things that they took for granted were actually because, you know, God wrote them that way, not right. because it's... they are intrinsically that gifted.
0: Right. It's like they had plot armor.
2: Exactly. And but... so and so. there's a whole episode where the plot armor <laughs> is stripped away and it's them realizing, like, Sam is a klutz and Dean is lactose intolerant. <laughs> and it is just the silliest, but also, you know, again, like a really... In nice exploration of, you know, what happens when God is the writer and what mm. that means for your characters.
0: Right.
2: And it's adorable. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, we did the Chuck stuff, but I threw in um, Fallen oh, wait, Idols. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Oh, Before sorry. Before we go there, we have to talk about the singing. <laughs>
2: Fare because... thee well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Rob Benedict, it turns out, is like, Okay. <laughs> I'm very excited about this because <laughs> Rob Benedict is like the same sort of, like, if I could, he's like a playlist for me, what he sings. So if you go on YouTube, you can find videos of Rob Benedict and, and, and Jensen Ackles singing uh, one of my favorite songs of all time, Wagon Wheel, with uh, Richard Spate and um, Timothy Amundsen. Amundson, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so there's all these there's these fan conventions where uh, Rob Benedict sings mostly with um, Spate and, and Jensen Ackles, and it's amazing. I just... It's like, Jensen can sing. They sing Wanted, Dead or Alive.
2: Yeah, of course they do.
1: Which is amazing.
2: <laughs> Justin, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that you are officially a I, bigger supernatural fanboy than I am? No,
1: I, I don't... No,
0: I'm not saying
1: that. I'm just... <laughs> No, no, I'm, no, Tori's saying that. I'm saying it. <laughs> I am saying I enjoy the culture of Supernatural. I know. Rob that's, has a band called that. The Station Breaks with a guy named Jason Mann who was on Supernatural for, like, an episode. But I think that's how... Who did he born. play? I don't know. Jason Manns. I'd never heard of him.
0: See, but the fact that you know, like, the, the, <laughs> the external uh, subculture around the show...
1: Is, well, I'm like just that's learning. A, I'm learning.
0: Yeah, but that's a. But you're even the, the desire to, to dig into that.
2: Yeah, You're going well, on it's... YouTube and looking up videos from fan conventions.
0: Yeah, because you're no longer just a fan of the TV show. You're a right. fan of Supernatural.
1: Well, there's so many, uh, I mean, the show just intersects with so many other things that I love, like Felicity and Walking Dead.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. And you love Timothy it.
1: Ahmed's but wait. Oh, you see, yeah. He's, he's on supernatural at some point too.
2: Yeah. He plays Kane. When Dean gets the mark of Kane, he gets it from Tim. <laughs> it
1: just, Oh,
2: I got to send you the Hillywood videos. They're it's adorable. They're these yes. like parody song videos, but it, they have like all the actors who show up in supernatural. And so they, and they'll just be dancing around and, and Tim Amundsen looks amazing in them. Mm. Um, they're very cute parodies. Uh yeah, no, I'm I'm just really appreciating that you're doing all this <laughs> extra like work and I still uh, I mean, have I've been making notes on additional episodes that I think you should watch.
1: I appreciate that and I and I, and I almost certainly will. Also, uh so Rob Benedict was also in a band called The Station Breaks. He also has a podcast. Uh for the people at home who want to know. He had a podcast with Richard Spate. It did well. After a first season with a rebranding, it's called Kings of Con, which I assume is a take on. They're probably very good at conventions. Yes. Are they known for being particularly good at conventions? I believe so. I
2: mean, the the whole Supernatural crew.
1: It's a whole thing. I've never wanted to go to a convention in my life, but I would go to a Supernatural convention. I think. Justin, wow. you are
2: a fan. <laughs> I, wow.
1: I, I, I just <laughs> like the vibe. I like what they're putting out. You know. But you're <laughs> like
0: a you're like a fan in like the, <laughs> the like the original like root. Of the word yeah. in fanatic. I
1: don't, I don't even think, no, no, no. I, I think they're like, somebody calls them the dads, and I feel like that's what they are. They're like a bunch of dads hanging out, and I, I more than anything, I just want to hang out with them.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. that's, this is the entire appeal of the show. <laughs> uh, but there was one thing, um, actually. Dan, I think you said it on Slack when we were talking about like when um Rob Benedict plays that song mm-hmm. fairly well. And you're like, I don't even think it fit into the episode, but I don't care. Mm. I loved it. So good. But that is <laughs> that is the experience of Supernatural in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if it makes sense, but I don't care. I love right. it anyway. <laughs>
1: right. Also, you can go on YouTube and see him sing that with jintana I'm just saying. Yes! <laughs> it's so good. And, like, I love that song, like, more than anything.
2: <laughs> when we finished watching – so my husband has been watching these. He would not watch Friday Night Lights with me, but as we've been doing our, our homework – He's been he's <sighs> been watching Supernatural with me. And mm-hmm. uh, we finished that episode, and he picked up his guitar and <laughs> was trying to learn how to play the song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good
2: song. It's a really good song. He was figuring it out. It was adorable. Um, so, you know.
1: And Rob Benedict does it just as well as Oscar Isaac.
2: Yes. Yeah, because that was the song from... Um,
1: Inside the Well in Davis? Yeah. And I was trying to figure out... Which came person. It was definitely inside Louis Davis. Yeah. Oh okay. But oh. But it hi, is honey. like an old English ballad. <laughs> yes, that's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: but I love it. I'm glad you do. So I take it the Paris Hilton episode was less exciting for you guys. Uh,
1: I I I appreciated like how weirdly metal that was because of House of Wax and how mm-hmm. this was like a Wax Museum right. and also Paris Hilton and Paris Hilton was in House of Wax and she got killed for laughs and that as well
2: right. right. but also the fact that um, and this was what I didn't quite remember because I, I again I binged this show after the fact so right. House of Wax came out in 2005 the Fallen Idols episode came out in 2009 So it wasn't even like they were promoting the movie.
0: Right. Or they're not like trying to capitalize on like, oh, this just came out a few months ago or it's about to come out on DVD or something. Exactly, exactly. Like it
2: was out. They just happened, they were like, oh, let's just do it anyway. Right. mind you, that same year in 2009, um, both Padlecki and Ackles actually had horror movies coming out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they could have done episodes to right. tie into and they didn't they did a Paris Hilton house of wax homage
0: Based on that timeline I my assumption is that they 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 had the 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 wax museum part first and then and then like that was kind of the moonshot ending was like oh if we can get Paris Hilton then we can do all right. these jokes and then she yeah. said so sure yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I also, um, like, I straight up, I forgot about the Wax Museum being in it. I just knew that there was a Paris Hilton episode where she played a god. Right. And that the I found it hysterical just because of the one line where where Dean goes, like, I haven't even seen House of Wax. and right, right. And Lucky <laughs> just, like, looks at him, and I was like, yeah. I don't care about the rest of the episode. That is a <laughs>
1: beautiful... Also, one of them makes a, a joke about uh, the simple life. Yeah, and I completely uh-huh. forgotten that Paris
0: Hilton was in the show. Right. The um, I, I liked the. Uh, I think Tori I mentioned this to you, but I, I loved how they don't even pretend to make it look like Paris Hilton is fighting them. Like it's just like extreme close uh, up on her face, uh, uh, and then like Dean or Sam gets thrown against the wall, yeah. like from <laughs> without, like a, even a stunt double to throw them off screen. Nope. It's just like nope, we're just we're doing this old school like old you know like sixties style yeah stunt work no um yeah, there's no real
2: coverage of the... yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I also liked the uh so so this was one where i mean i, I enjoyed the episode it was it was fun and and silly uh, but the this is also one of the first times I've had like a really weird question stick in my brain from the beginning, and for me it was the so in the teaser where the guy gets killed in his uh uh, what's it called? Car. Oh, um, uh, the
2: little bastard.
0: Yeah, the little the, bastard. Yeah,
2: James Dean uh, car.
0: Yeah, his James Dean car. So he he gets impaled on the front windshield. Yes. Of his James Dean car, but the final shot is the blood dripping down the back of the car because they wanted it to go over the little bastard uh, insignia. Yes. And and all like I actually stopped and went back and rewatched the death because <laughs> I was like. How does his blood get? Because he's impaled on the front windshield. How? Did, why is his blood dripping down the back? Yeah. And there was no explanation. And I was like, "Well, I guess it's just gonna be like that." And then I and then I forgot about it.
2: But. Yeah, uh, ghosts.
0: <laughs> right. But but that was that was my biggest concern was how do they explain that uh, the logic? Blood. And they never did. So yeah. uh, you know.
2: I'm I'm sorry. It wasn't. All I'm
0: saying is that it was it was not. It was not the best episode I had seen. Of no, Trek, it's
2: not. No, but, but it was a monster of the week. It was
0: enjoyable. Yeah, yes. it was It was still fun. Um, I still don't know what the monster was. Like, I, I heard the explanation and all of that, but, like, I still don't really know. Like, it's some old god, right? Yes. Some and who's Eastern just, like, European sad.
2: in European woods god.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like, even that kind of like takes the stakes out. Not obviously they're, you know, in mortal danger on some level, but it's like, they're, they're kind of like, oh, you're like a shitty God who nobody cares about.
2: Yeah. And then it's Paris Hilton. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, celebrities are the new gods.
0: Yeah. Um, but there, there was something else about, so again, going back to our Slack conversation about this, but Tori, you had mentioned how, uh, Paris Hilton could barely play herself. Yeah. But there's something very entertaining in the fact that like her performance is not particularly good, but that also kind of works for her exactly. because she's supposed to be playing herself. And so of course, because of her level of acting chops playing herself would not like she would still come off as stilted playing herself. Right. Um,
2: yeah, no, that and is, so, I think...
0: So, it, whether it was intentional or not, I kind of appreciated that, because, like, this is kind of a funny joke. It, yeah. like The way that this, is, this performance is playing out.
2: Of the handful of things I've seen Paris Hilton in, this episode is definitely the most I've enjoyed her. <laughs> and I've seen House of Wax.
1: <laughs> is she I not good agree. in House of Wax? I, I haven't seen it. No. I mean, I think... I mean, she's just there to get killed. Yeah, for laughs too.
2: Yeah, she gets oh, okay. cut for laughs, and but I, and that was the other thing. I like that she agreed to do this episode so many years after the movie came out, mm-hmm. and they really, I mean, it's like they have Padlecki like hit her with an axe multiple <laughs> times, right? Like just cut her head off, right? You know, this was not even like a pretty death; it was a funny death.
0: <laughs> yeah, they made a they made a whole uh, fully decapitated head of, of hers. Her. Yeah. yeah, and like.
1: And, and I love just that,
0: that so that's fun. how they killed her off. Because
1: they were like, let how how can we kill off her? So we will just chop right. her head off. Just chop." And her head they,
0: off. the the end, they gave her a ton of a ton of monologuing about like how awful like celebrity culture is. Yeah, and that was
1: pretty and good. Which
0: was which was also what well, again I appreciated that like the one that she was game for it, and two the like the way that it kind of comes off. I'm like, you're not a good actor, but I'm I appreciate how this is playing out again. Yeah.
2: It really comes down to like I appreciate that she was game to do it, right. and that they like went for it. They didn't. Right. They didn't pull any punches just because she actually agreed. It was like, right. no, we'll make her crack jokes about carrying small dogs and having spray tans, right? And like us weekly being, you know, the new Bible. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so I just, I just gave it to you mostly because I really, that was one of those, um, you know, we talk about the Supernatural meta episodes, and that one I liked because it was meta about the actor's career outside of the show. Right. It wasn't meta about Supernatural. Um, and it was just, a, you know, another kind of decent monster of the week. Um, I did forget how actually gory, I know the blood splatter didn't work. But the shot of the the windshield through the guy's forehead was oh no yeah very that was effective that was gruesome. <laughs> I was like I, that was
0: that was well done. Like damn. <laughs> um,
2: but this actually brings me to our game. Are we ready for the game?
0: Oh Let's do it. yeah. Do
2: you guys have anything? So. Okay. So uh, I know we're not a movie podcast.
0: uh Oh.
2: <clears throat> but I think that I found a way to make it sort of TV ish. So uh, unlike other weeks where we have an untitled game. I actually have a titled game. Oh. So this is going to be Horror Remakes Killed the Television Star. And what I'm going to do is we're going to go through a number of classic horror movies that have been remade. And those in more recent, you know, more modern times. Uh, Those remakes star famous television actors. Mm -hmm. And I am either going to you know, give you the remake and you have to tell me one of the TV stars that's in it, or I will tell you the TV star and you have to, or I'll tell you a show that they've been on and you have to figure out who has been, who was in the movie. So we're just going to kind of go through and, um, should we do first to five points?
0: Sure. All right. And some of these
2: have multiple actors, so I may have like multiple questions around that movie.
0: Okay. So. And are we doing turns or chaos?
2: Oh chaos! Oh, okay, I think chaos. I'm really. I, I it like. Sounds I'm, like a chaos uh, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. You think I'm gonna like?
0: <laughs> I'm just making sure. You know.
2: I've had a half a bottle of wine. It's chaos. <laughs> um, let me make my little. Ah. Come on. Well, you know, I've been talking.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the host this week, Dustin. She can't oh, drink. Right. Barely. Yeah. Barely.
2: <laughs> Barely. No, that's not gonna work. Okay, um, so let's start with House of Wax. So we know it starred Jared Padalecki. Paris Hilton. And we know it starred Paris Hilton. No. <laughs> um, there were at least, there were two other major actors in it who both starred in television shows. One of them is Dustin, is one of Dustin's favorite, he must have been in that, actors. Uh, you may know him from One Tree Hill.
1: Chad Michael Murray? Yes. But
2: he I mean, was in House of
1: Wax. From, I don't remember that. I've seen House of Wax, but that
2: was a um, long time ago. And then the the lead actress in House of Wax. Um Alicia Cuthbert. Yes.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent.
0: I only remember because I, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, uh Alicia Cuthbert, why? Oh <laughs> yeah. Everyone else sounds like it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Do your thing, but with her, I was like, "No, why? Why, why are you doing this?"
2: Um, so, House of Wax was originally, um, well, it's been—it's one of those plots that was remade a few times. Okay. Um, but it was uh, probably most famously was a 1950s movie starring Vincent Price. That itself was a remake of an even earlier movie. Um, so there was another Vincent Price movie, House on Haunted Hill. That was remade in 1999. Uh, one of the actors in it starred in Heroes and another one of Dustin's favorite shows, The Rookie. Do you know that actor?
0: Um, Heroes and The Rookie?
2: Apparently, yeah. Wait a second. All right, I'm-
0: I mean Dustin should get this cuz I don't watch the rookie. Um,
2: also I'm saying yeah. actor but it it actress.
0: Uh yeah I was going I was wondering about the gender part of it. Yeah. Uh, uh Mercedes Mason? No. I mean uh, maybe that's right but I don't know.
1: No. Well, not I the have, one I'm I thinking have, of. Oh. I have oh, no answer. Oh, oh, is it um mm. Also, uh, from, is it uh, Steve Howey's uh, wife? Uh, shit. What's her name? Steve Howe's wife.
0: You have to, you have to, she has her own name, Dustin.
1: Yeah. I know, but they have this. I
0: whole don't thing know
2: who Steve Howe is. Where
1: <laughs>
0: they have why. this whole thing.
1: You guys, come on. Steve Howe and her, and like, there was controversy because they were like trying to get their maid to have sex with him or something a few years oh, ago. Oh, jeez. There was a lawsuit Steve Howey, plays plays. Um, He's on Shameless, and she is.
0: Um, she was
1: Sarah Shahi.
2: No.
0: Damn it. <laughs> she wasn't on Heroes, Dustin.
2: Um, okay, so no. should I just. We'll move yeah, on. Yeah, I'm okay, not going to So that, that one, one was Allie Larder. Oh, yeah, she is
1: on. Oh,
0: I didn't know that she was on The Rookie.
1: Varsity Blues, and we're there.
2: But I have to. I'm Right, using... but it's a
0: horror movie thing. Well, no, but yeah, it's I horror
2: know. movie and TV shows. Right. So, I'm only going to talk about the TV shows oh, these actors okay. right. have been on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. I may come back to this movie because there are other people, but I want to bounce around. So, <sighs> Jared Padalecki was in another horror movie remake mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th. Oh. That came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, what actress from The Flash was also in it?
0: Tom Kavanaugh.
2: That is not. <laughs> God, I wish that were true.
0: (laughs) Daniel Panabaker? Yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) You got it. I totally was not just throwing out a name that I thought might be on the flesh.
2: (laughs) Um, In the same year, Jensen Ackles was in the remake of My Bloody Valentine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very good. Very, very good. Uh, Jamie King was in it. Uh-huh. Can you give me a TV show she starred in?
1: Uh, Heart of Dixie. Yes. Thank
2: you very much, Good Jamie
0: King. Does... Yeah. Now. Uh, oh wait, there... wait, 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 wait. Can I? No, sorry, keep going.
2: No, no, no. You. Can... If you have another no. show, I may need to double check. I only wrote down two for her.
0: But um, Jamie King. Yeah, Jamie King.
2: there was another older show that she. That I figured you guys would know.
0: She was on, she was more wait, recently
1: wait. in a zombie show called Black, Black, Black something. And I loved it. And I can't think, loved it so much I can't remember the name.
2: You are very close, but if you came up with the full name, I would give you a point.
0: Uh, she was on one of my favorite one season comedies, Kitchen Confidential. Yes,
2: that was the other, I was hoping. Ah. Was, yes. Yep. Kitchen Confidential.
0: That show, okay, wait, have we talked about it on the podcast?
2: Oh, uh, you have brought it up, I think a few okay,
0: but just briefly just to just to just <laughs> again, I'm sorry to derail the game, but Bradley cooper is the lead playing a character that's basically uh uh what's his name Bourdain. Bourdain, Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, um you have uh you've him you've john cho you've uh uh the the guy from Buffy who everyone you know Brendan, whatever his name was uh, Owen Yeoman, uh, uh, Bonnie Somerville, Jamie King, um, uh, Anthony Lang- Langella, like it's, it's an insane cast. Um, and it, and it only went one season and that's all I have to say about that. That was really good. It was really good. <laughs> but, but it's one of those, sh- it's one of the, the reason why I think the reason why it sticks with me is because it's one of those shows that makes me think like if that had been a giant hit, then Bradley Cooper's career is completely different because he's stuck on that show. Stuck, you know, is not a, I don't mean to make it sound bad, but he's stuck on that show for like six years. Yeah, right. and then like he doesn't have the movie career. That yeah, he his
2: has. career would be completely different.
0: Yeah. yeah, but anyway.
2: Um, back to people who managed to balance <laughs> <Sorry>. television and <laughs> horror movies. Um, right. So we're at Dan has three points, Dustin has two. But how did that
0: happen? That doesn't sound right. No.
2: All right. Daniel,
0: money maker. Uh, there is. Oh, that's right.
2: Well, here, yeah. Dustin. Let me. I'll give you a chance to tie it up. There is another actor who appears in My Bloody Valentine who has a long and storied television career. Uh, you may know him from Dawson's Creek.
0: Joshua Jackson, R.I.P.
2: No. Oh. Way to try to Rinder steal B. it, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, the other guy? I don't know that other guy From
0: Dawson's name. Creek?
2: From Dawson's Creek. I mean, he's been yes. in a bunch of other stuff.
0: Kara Smith.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Dan stole it. Damn it.
0: too. Kara Smith also in another horror movie. Uh, the first one of the, the, um, the one where death is trying to murder everybody. Yes. <laughs> Final movies. Destination. Final sadly, Destination. Sadly, yeah. sadly not. Yeah, yeah, I remember
1: that. And why yeah. do you think also, that I would know Kara Smith? You know who else was in Final, uh,
2: Final Destination? Allie Larder.
0: Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I saw um, the first Final Destination right before, like the night before I was getting on a plane to go back home yeah. uh from college. Oh, no. And oh, and no. I was like, Oh, well I guess I'm not sleeping the night.
1: Oh <laughs> so my god.
0: That was fun. I love those movies. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. All right, so um all right, let's move on to this. Uh Black Christmas has been remade multiple times. Uh, last year, it was remade uh, with Imogen Poots, and I loved it. But there was also a remake of it in 2006.
1: God damn it! I've seen both. Oh.
2: Uh, and there were a bunch of TV famous actresses, one of whom you have recently seen on. Well, you have. She is not currently on Supernatural, but in some of the episodes we've been watching, she appeared.
1: Uh, uh, from Friday Night Lights. Uh, 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 fuck. Uh, 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 Adrienne Pilecki no I actually okay. looked for horror
2: movies she was, surprisingly was not in any horror remakes um, this actress I'm thinking of also appears in the other other CW shows in the uh, DC Arrowverse
0: oh hmm. oh no But we've seen her in the episodes that in our homework episodes.
2: I believe so, unless Uh, I'm getting this wrong.
0: It's not. I've been watching a lot lot of of episodes, so it's not a lot of tall, right? No. No. Okay,
2: maybe maybe we haven't. Maybe I've seen her. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Uh, Dustin, I bet has because I know he's watched more than the assignments. Did I? I could have sworn she Wasn't, showed up last week, but with, uh... or in. Nope. You know what? I, I maybe I may have lied. I may have, this oh, might be my bad.
0: Mark Shepard.
2: No, I'll give it to you. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Katie Cassidy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think we've seen her. Uh, we haven't actual actually seen her. Yeah. I'm
2: sorry. Cause yeah. she plays Ruby, but like the previous Ruby for some reason Uh. i thought she'd shown up in some of the episodes okay um there are other actresses in that uh in that one one of them showed up on buffy the vampire slayer um as as her little sister
0: charisma carpenter (laughs) (laughs) is that not right that's not the name
2: no uh we've got you know what
1: i don't do buffy
2: okay We'll just skip over that one. How about that?
0: Wait, who is the actress?
2: Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg.
0: Oh! oh Wait, who's Chris Carpenter? She, <laughs> she's she
2: no, yeah, she, she's one was of the she friends. She was she in Buffy? She was in Buffy, and then she was okay, got okay. okay.
0: Angel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The name just stuck in my the head.
2: The name stuck so. in the head. Okay. And
1: right. Chris Carpenter had an affair with Chess Whedon, and blah, blah, and the whole
2: thing. It was a whole
0: Oh, run. really? I didn't know yeah. any of that.
2: Uh. All right. Let's see. Um, okay, here's a more recent Trachtenberg,
0: one. Trachtenberg. Wait,
1: Trachtenberg was in a uh, an ice prince. I think it was called Ice Princess. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like a. Sca- I went. I went and saw it in Boston because I had to review it with a jiva and it was in the middle of the day on a Friday, and it was me and another guy in his forties wearing a, um, a trench coat, and I didn't enjoy that
2: that was a great story dustin
1: I,
0: I, <laughs> here's my question dustin Why just, would a man to, in his 40s ice no, princess no 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 no, all, no, no that's not that's dustin. not the question i'm going to ask the the or, or there's a two part question the first part is what do you think he thought when he saw you walk in okay sub sub question uh now that man was seth and you are now best friends <laughs>
2: I like that. that That was a good. That's a good turn. That's a very good turn.
0: Is that how you met? True, true, true story. True story.
2: Um. All right. Katie Cassidy. Also starred in the twenty ten remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you? Oh my god! Can you tell? Does anyone remember who played Freddy Krueger?
1: Uh, yes, it was the guy from Little Children, um, and also was a child star, and, uh, What was his name? He was really good. Terrible movie. Um, he was also in Watchmen.
2: Yeah. No, you're, I mean, you're 100% correct.
1: Yeah, I can't think of his name.
0: Oh! Oh! Dustin's given me all of the clues, because I didn't see, I didn't see the original, uh, the original uh or that movie but i have seen watchmen and i know who you're talking about and i know the name and it's just it's on the tip of my tongue and i can't say it but he was in uh, bad news bears 3 yeah. yeah. maybe Correct. uh it's uh, uh he right. was in he was in, no he was also <laughs> in human target he was in human target he was like the the fourth lead on human target and he was in Jackie. Uh, ah, ah, ah. He was Jackie in Jackie.
2: <laughs> yes, Jackie was ah, ah, Okay. Ah, Dan just won. Yes, oh, yes. freaking god.
0: Um, I did it, you guys.
2: I was going to ask he was in two more recent TV shows.
0: He was?
2: Uh-huh. One of them I know you've watched.
0: And and it wasn't Human Target? No. No. Oh.
2: That wasn't one I was thinking of.
0: Okay. I mean, um, that was also like 10 years ago. He
2: played uh, Odin Quincannon on Preacher.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. That's, right. that's right. And
2: he was in The Tick as well, like the Amazon reboot. I haven't seen that one. Um, and then I wanted to get us to Nightmare on Elm Street, even though Dan has won, because my fav- one of my favorite people from Friday Night Lights Ooh. was in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Can, Do you guys know who it was?
0: Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. No,
2: shockingly, he has not been in any horror movie remakes.
1: Uh, no, no, Connie no, wait, Britton. I know. Oh. Connie Britton. Oh, Connie Britton was in
2: that. Yeah. Huh. Um, I had a, I had so many written down, but I guess the game is done, so we won't get to them. I do. You have
0: any other, any other, like, fun? any other, like. Real, real, like, exciting ones that you were like, oh, yes, I wish I we have, got into that. There were
2: ones. Okay. So, one of them well, I wanted just to do a get to. More. Okay. Just yeah. a couple more. Um, so, the remake of Carrie, starring uh, Chloe Grace Moritz and Julianne Moore as her mother. Julianne Moore starred for a long time on a famous soap opera. Do you know which soap opera it was? You probably don't, but I just thought this was interesting.
1: I don't.
0: Uh, Home and Away. That's not, That's a soap opera. Isn't that the Australian soap? Oh,
2: maybe no. It's uh, she was on As the World Turns. Oh, but both of them had is she reoccurring, not both of them had reoccurring characters on the same sitcom. Before 30 Rock. yes, Thirty Rock. Excellent. Damn. Wait,
0: is Julianne Moore not Australian?
2: No, I think you're thinking of Nicole
1: Kidman. I don't. think... That's Julie, yeah. right. Also. Uh, um, Boy, yeah, Taylor Kitsch was in two horror movies.
2: Yeah, but not horror remakes. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Perhaps. He was in Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, he was in that's Snakes right. on a
2: Plane. I was <laughs> really—I almost changed the topic so I could include <laughs> Snakes on a Plane because that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, I'm sticking to horror remakes. Um,
0: Damn it! Fun fact: If you ever need to play a, a quiz game and you need to guess something that an Australian actor has been in. Guess Home and Away, home and just away. because <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong, but I feel no, like that's like that's right. like their long-running right. show and that like everybody's been in at some point.
2: Yeah, and if it's the UK, it's EastEnders or Coronation oh,
0: Street or Doctor right. Who. Yeah. Um,
2: speaking of Doctor Who, I actually was going to do Fright Night.
1: Oh, I love that movie! Right, oh, that's so, such a good movie.
2: Such a good movie. So obviously, uh, David Tennant, Doctor Who. Oh, um, girl. Imogen Poots was in it. She. Oh. We already talked about... We know she was in the other Black Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But she was in a TV show that I'm pretty sure... Roadies. Roadies. A... Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote that
2: down and I was like, they'll know it. They'll fucking know it.
0: We're uh, the two guys who <laughs> <would actually laughs> know Roadies and liked it.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> um, I
0: and then, have a whole
1: Roadies playlist on Spotify uh, now. I love it. I listen to it all the Of course The, time. the music
0: is great. The music's great. And, the, like, I don't understand... I don't want to turn this into a Rodie's podcast, although maybe it should maybe be. It should be. Yes. Uh, but Dustin, I, I, I want to po- pose this question to you because I swear to God, Rodie's like there are so many moments that work really well, but I don't think it's a good show.
1: I agree. It's, it's like a really not. Great but I can't show, but explain it
0: because I feel like like there's there's so much about it that I like, but I still don't feel like it's actually a good show.
1: Every episode has that Cameron Crowe moment. Right in it, and then you're like, "Oh, this is wonderful! And like melts your heart, and this mm-hmm. is great, and it makes you forget how bad the rest of the episode was."
0: Right. Okay, so I'm not I'm not alone in that, uh, in that in in that feeling, basically. Not at all.
1: And also, okay. it was just like I mean, ugh, it was like 2015, and we're mm-hmm. still doing like Manic Pixie Dream Girl. And, right. And, and but like boom. but
0: like I thought I thought she was I thought Imogen Poots was, was great. great. I thought that She's I like I don't particularly love luke wilson but i thought he was at least like you know yeah
1: suitable for his
0: role but... carlo gugino was great um oh, my gosh. i i had never seen machine gun kelly act but i was like oh at least you oh, fit wait. this character like i, I was kind of like you, you you're really good at this at least at this huh. um but I anyway totally forgotten he was in that yeah he's her yeah. brother and he's like weirdly compelling um anyway sorry Tori no I, mean I love that hijack. that was amazing I keep I was... hijacking things Look, no no no, no I wanted
2: I'm... to get you to answer that because I would <laughs> <laughs> I was really hopeful um, you know here's one that I was interested in and I wanted to see if you guys also would be interested um, so the 2004 remake Dawn of the Dead Zack
0: mm-hmm. oh, okay. Snyder yep, mm-hmm.
2: super famous um, there was a modern family star in it do you know who it was
0: Billy
2: Bowen. No, it was Ty. Jesse
0: Tyler Ferguson. No,
2: Ty uh, Ty Burrow. Oh. oh But uh, better yet, one of uh, the one of the male leads in it is in one of my favorite TV shows. But then I didn't realize he was in a bunch of other TV shows, and I'm pretty sure you guys have seen them. So I'm just going to throw his name out there, and I wanted to see how many shows you could <laughs> name that he's been in. So, I like how
0: this game is evolving. Jake yeah,
2: Jake Weber. I know. For, <laughs> I, I know for a fact yeah, okay. Dustin I, has seen a show he's in.
0: I can see him. I don't even yeah. know who that is. I, I can
1: see his okay. face. He's uh, like a. He was uh,
0: in Supernatural.
1: No,
2: but good call. <laughs> no, but it's he's in one of my other favorite TV uh, TV horror shows, horror television uh, shows, older from the '90s. X Files. No.
0: Uh, Outer Limits.
1: No. No. I, I don't know. um
2: Well, Dustin, I figured you would recognize him. him from Thirteen I can... Reasons Why.
1: Oh, oh, Jake no, I, don't I've seen 13, I don't remember. Him, I don't Am I allowed that...
0: to look him
2: up? You can look him up because yeah, okay. He was in Home. I Homeland. just want to know who the hell this is. Home,
1: and maybe I
2: could. He was that. in the Medium. Or medium, or whatever.
1: No, I never watched that.
2: that. Picture, yeah, I didn't either. But he—that was—he was in that for a long time. I always remember him from one of my favorite all-time favorite TV shows, American Gothic. Uh. You guys? Did you guys ever watch that?
0: No. Nobody
2: ever talks about it. I love that. I also show. haven't
0: seen any. I haven't seen anything he's been in. Wow. Oh, Except vanishing, vanishing sun. He was in vanishing sun. He's in
2: vanishing. There you go.
0: Uh, the, yeah, um, yeah, other than, other than that, oh, I guess he was in Amistad, I guess I've seen that.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, Um, like, a guy that you kind of recognize his face, and he's been in a bunch of things, but, like, nobody knows his name. Mm
0: -hmm. No, there, there are, like, movies and stuff that I've seen. Oh, he was in Human Target for one episode. Um, so there are definitely things, I've definitely seen him before, but I don't, like, the shows he was a regular on, I don't, I don't think I watched any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but his face does look familiar.
2: Um, let me see. Okay. This one I just wanted to troll Dustin. <laughs>
0: um,
2: this is a slightly different type of horror remake. Um, in the remake of the Japanese horror film The Ring, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Naomi Watts starred. Mm-hmm. What recent television show did she also star in?
1: Oh, she was in a Netflix show. that got canceled. That was terrible, just awful.
2: Not the one I'm thinking of.
0: Oh. I mean, wow. uh, <laughs> the the pre-canceled um, uh, 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 Game of Thrones sequel prequel. Oh, she was in that too. Um, that was her, right?
2: Also, notably, she was in Twin Peaks: The Return. Ah, uh, boo! Favorite show. Favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, Garrett Dillahunt and Aaron oh. Paul starred in the Ooh. same horror Whoa. remake. Do you know which one it was?
0: Whoa. Oh. I want to
1: see it. Yeah. It um, was from 2009. 2009
2: was a big year for horror remakes.
0: 2009, Garrett Dillahunt and
2: Aaron Paul? Aaron Paul. Yeah.
0: Um, it was right before Breaking Bad. Uh, any... Need for Speed Not a horror wh- <laughs> <laughs> Not after. only is it not a horror movie that,
2: It's a video it
0: game is Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> right but, I, but the reason why I mention it Is because Imogen Poots is in Need also for Speed Also in oh. it
1: Oh yeah. Me, you, yeah
0: I've never seen it But uh, I know that she was in it
2: How have you not seen it? You should have seen it
0: Because Why? Because it's a video game movie Tori Is that what you're saying?
2: No, because it has. Because I play video games. Well, yeah, and it's and, racing and video <laughs> I actually
0: games. haven't seen that much Imogen Poots work other than Roadies. Weirdly, Ugh, so yes. my my like mindset of her is mostly built around Roadies.
2: Well, she was great in in Fright Which Night, you? and she was wonderful in the last year's Black Christmas. I highly yeah, recommend Black Christmas. I
0: Haven't seen either of those.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: damn. I I don't know what happened to me, but I used to love watching horror movies, and now I don't. I don't know why. Yes, um,
2: um, well, mm-hmm. Garrett Dillon and Aaron Paul were both in the remake of Last House on the Left. Oh. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. Is that the one that had... Uh, no, I'm thinking Amityville. I was going to say Ryan Reynolds, but that's Amityville.
1: Yeah, that was Amityville.
2: Oh, okay. that was oh like my good.
0: God.
1: No, that was a terrible movie. That was a terrible movie. Was, I, I, I haven't seen it. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was like the first time we got to see uh, Double R with a beard. And also...
2: was it that predated, that predated uh, Blade Trinity?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, I guess he did have a beard in Blade Trinity. Yeah. But both of those movies... I have seen like Blade bearded Trinity. Bearded and shirtless.
2: Oh, wait. Speaking of Blade Trinity, which horror remake starred Jessica Biel? Oh. Oh,
0: God. I don't know. This one I all should actually them? know.
2: I know. They all kind of seem like... This is what I mean. Like, they just <laughs> all took <pick> TV actresses. <laughs> um... um This one's a big one. This uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: They did that one. That was the 2003 remake. Right. And then this one, okay, here's, I'll end on this one, because it's recent, (laughs) and I'm surprised these two actors, because they're not, so, like, generally when we're talking about the people who show up in horror remakes, it's always, like, the TV actors that are of the CW flavor,
0: Mm -hmm. let's say. Annabelle.
2: By and large. Right. No, I'm not talking about
0: Annabelle. Dave um, Annabelle.
1: No, no, Odette Annabelle.
0: No, right, no, I'm saying, since that was wrong, I'm saying her husband. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Well, I was going to say, do you know which, uh, did either of you see the 2019 Child's Play reboot? No, I no. did not. Is see, that Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec. Do you mm-hmm. know who played the male lead, who would have been like essentially the Chris Sarandon character?
0: It was uh, I don't
2: know. Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta.
0: Oh, that's right. That's oh. right. Oh. That. Yeah. All right. I
1: still feel like that movie's about to come out. It's like it was gonna come out forever and then now I guess it came out and I missed it. Yeah. But I wait, just kept... did
0: did that child's play have um Mark Hamill voice the doll? No. No. Uh I mean maybe, but No, there was one that was supposed to have what's her name? Um, I'm forgetting the actress's name now, but uh, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer <laughs> Tilly. Was that the one with Jennifer Tilly, or was there one before that there that was, had Jennifer like, Tilly? There were a lot of
2: them before it that. But had But I mean, Jennifer like, was there was
0: there a, a recent one before that that had Jennifer Tilly?
2: I don't know if it, how recent it was. I can't remember when the last Child's Play that had her in it was because it was always like Brad Dorif and. Jennifer Tilly. Um, And then, so this is the reboot that goes back to the first movie and they recast everyone. But the guy who created it also kept the rights based on the later iterations. And so I think he's launching a TV show and I think he Uh, might keep, it's more in the continuity of the ones with Jennifer Tilly. So maybe she's doing that.
0: I'm looking it up now. And yeah, yeah, the Chucky, TV series pilot has her listed as right. Tiffany. So
2: they're, they're they've kind of split it because when it became like Bride of Chucky and blah right. blah blah. So like the Chucky franchise is separate from the Child's Play franchise, which is Got absurd. It. But
0: okay, yeah, because I, I I'm looking at, at Jennifer Tilly's IMDb now and um, seeing Cult of Chucky, which was 2017. I think that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, um, but there was also Curse of Chucky in 2013, which she was also in. So
1: it's you know nice. There's we have like a. You know, nine listeners who listen to the show and are sober and like know all the answers immediately and are screaming at us. I know, as real. Like Dustin. what the fuck? Come on, Imogene Poots, motherfucker.
2: Come on, Katie Cassidy, goddamn it, <laughs> Michelle Trachtenberg.
0: <laughs> Look, what 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 are we what are we here for if not to make? To help our listeners feel like they know more than us, which it's they superior. probably I mean, do, helps, to be fair. I mean, if it
2: helps, none of them knew roadies.
0: That's true. <laughs> I
1: and mean, we got, uh, you know... I, got I mean, that, that, that,
0: that should almost be my special season... <laughs> A month, except that <laughs> Dustin also knows that show, so I don't think it's going to be that.
2: Well, no, it'll but, just be a repeat of Friday Night Lights, where you guys are super fans, and I right. will be struggling to understand what's going on. Right? Except, on. well,
0: the other problem is that is that Roadies is imp- it's not available anywhere. Um,
2: oh, thought
0: not? Because so, of music no. <laughs> issues, or like, I think it's. It not- I'm assuming it's because of music issues because it's not streaming on Showtime now or whatever they're streaming. Not even on at that at Showtime? All. No. So it's it's like I I have a. I have uh you know uh, access to the show, but it's from you know it's no look it, it all I'm saying is it's it's not as easy to it's find the v h s tapes yeah it's look it's the physical media is a key component to actually having control over your uh you know personal libraries is all i'm saying so um <laughs> but i I will find a show that is uh a, 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 in in some future date when we don't have TV to to talk about, so probably in a year, uh, I will or have a show. in November, that, well, Dustin, be quiet, uh, because <laughs> because look, TV's TV's on its way back, baby. It's swinging uh-huh. swinging back. Co- we're 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 figuring it out. We're learning Ironically, how to.
1: In November, we'll be talking about Supernatural again. <laughs> that's
2: all true.
0: Of yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll be we'll we will probably be live watching the. F- the, the last yeah. episodes. final episodes, so you know there you go. We'll have a supernatural
2: um, update for like five or seven weeks straight. It's gonna be great. Oh
0: my god, <gasps> it'll be and and but we'll all know what you're talking about this time. Oh,
2: I know. Oh my god, so. the finale.
0: Oh. oh, it's gonna be. Should we do a live finale episode like a like <laughs> immediately? Like we record the moment the finale. It'll be terrible for you too because East Coast, but. Uh, or or we could do this you guys could watch the finale and we could start recording immediately after that and I have no idea what happened and oh. so then oh then I was gonna like, say we
2: all watch it or Dustin and I watch it at the same time mm-hmm. you will have logged in and it won't be playing for you so you'll just have right. to hear our reactions and try to have a conversation and we're like shh dang, right. we're trying to watch the show um and it'll be but, but like well, our shows usually go like two hours anyway so an hour of it it will just be us watching TV and right. we'll talk during commercials um God, this
0: what definitely is experience for the listeners. No, look, it's like it's, it's like, like director working. commentary, Dustin, that's but not. but but better, but better because it's from people who have varying degrees of knowledge about what's no, actually happening.
1: It's just like 12 minutes of silence yeah. and then two minutes of talking.
0: Uh, that was pretty cool. No, I'll
2: be like, that's awesome. I'm really glad they did that. Oh look. No. Okay. Uh,
0: oh. But you know that's all coming in the future, and also coming in the future next week we will be watching uh, our final episodes for our supernatural month. Yes.
2: And, and I, I I apologize in advance. These episodes I don't know if they'll make much sense to you. They are some of my favorite episodes.
0: Okay. So these
2: Absolutely. were I was not these are not themed. These are just episodes that I really like that I wanted to make you guys watch while I still so this is like yeah this my is my last like the final, vestiges of power.
0: Yeah. This is the last like. Tori's going to make us, you know...
2: Sit through it. Yeah. Right. So it is... Uh, so we're going to watch Season 10, Episode 5, Fan Fiction, which is the 200th mm-hmm. episode. Then uh, Season 11, Episode 4, Baby, an episode shot entirely from the POV of the car. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful episode. It's very touching. Um, and Season 15, Episode 10, The Hero's Journey. So you'll get something from the the
0: more current arc of the show. All right. Well, we will be talking about all of that next week. Um, But in the meantime, do your homework uh, (laughs) because it's it's final grades will be coming. Tori is, uh, Tori has assured us that there is no curve. It's like, you know, it's not like, it's not like those, it's not like those fancy, you know, schools where once you get in, then they want you to donate, to do well, so yeah. they give you so they give you all A's and B's. Like this is like it's a real test. I like, mean, you, you can gotta...
2: impress me by saying that you've been looking up Rob Benedict videos on YouTube, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that like I'm actually going to give you a better grade
0: for right. it. Right, come on. Right. <laughs> the The final the, the 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 final of the semester is worth ninety five percent of your grade. Yes. So. Yes. I have watched a
1: lot of extra
0: <laughs> supernatural episodes,
2: and I've got more to give you. It'll be great. So much so. <laughs>
1: Like, I barely remembered the episodes this week because I'd seen so many other episodes.
2: Same. I was sitting here going, "They've seen a Katie Cassidy episode. Apparently, you haven't." And she's no, like no. a main character for a season or two.
0: Look, as uh, as someone who has done exactly the assigned uh, homework and no more, except for you know when it bleeds into the next episode for like five minutes, um, I, I would like to say that I think I've I think I've, uh, I think I've I think I've done my job is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: But, well, uh, you know, I think you should go to a convention with Dustin.
0: <laughs> uh, look, if if he, here here's how I would go to that convention. I will go with Dustin, but I am all I am doing is watching Dustin. And so everything that I am reporting upon is Dustin's reaction to whatever's happening. So it's all filtered through his point of view. Honestly, but like, I, I but filtered through filtered through my perception of his point of view.
2: I would go to explain the the particulars of the supernatural stuff to you guys. Dustin would be sitting there explaining the particulars of the celebrity angles to us. Right. right. And you would just be like, "Why am I here?"
0: Well, I'm just I'm just going to be like you know uh, uh, coming up with some way to write it off as a tax write off. So, oh oh Dan. <laughs> Yes, because I just finished it
1: this last week. Uh, do you remember what happened at the, uh, to the to the Dylan Panthers in the third, the second to the last? Uh, yes, I remember Thursday. exactly
0: what happened to Dylan Panthers I, in c
1: three. Not forgo- I had forgotten how that it's that it is state
0: a Tori. Is, o- is it okay, for yes, us to absolutely. to spoil? Okay, so 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 Dustin here, since you just watched it and I haven't watched it in a long time, but why don't you tell me how accurate my portrayal is? Yes, so. They they go to the state championship. Uh this is this is season three, so it is uh for Riggins, it's his senior year. For mm-hmm. Saracen, it's his senior year. Uh mm-hmm. JD McCoy has taken the starting job. Saracen has become a wide receiver. They get to the they get to the, the state championship. It's you know, it's all the hell of ground and all that stuff. They're getting their asses handed to them in the first half. And they get into, and, like, McCoy, specifically J.D. is, like, frustrated and struggling. And he starts, like, yelling at everyone else and blaming everyone else on the sideline. And, like, there's a moment where he shoves one of his linemen. He's like, you guys have to protect me or something like that. And then they get into the locker room and uh, coaches, uh, Coach Taylor's. Uh, thing He's like, he's like, do you really want to be here? And they're like, yes, coach. And he's like, then show me something. And he like <laughs> yells he basically yells at them. <laughs> and then, and then he, and in like a, in a brilliant moment, it, it's either going to be brilliant or it's terrible. He says, JD, you're out. Saracen, you're back in at quarterback. Ooh. And JD's like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. And Saracen's like, okay, coach. Cause you know, he's Saracen. Uh. <laughs> and then they go and they start playing. And specifically, when they run out to the to the field at the end uh, in the second half, JD stays in the locker room because he's pouting and he's a little bitch. So yes. he he doesn't go out and join the team. And then uh, Saracen goes out there and, and then- he and well well so so he's leading them down and they're they're coming back. And then at a certain point, they went
1: point, down by a huge deficit.
0: They're down like three touchdowns. I feel like, Ooh. and then uh, and then JD. At, at a certain point, they do show like a little B roll of JD coming out and like joining the team, but he never really becomes a part of it again. But they go and they're, they're, uh, they're you know they're they're playing. Uh, one other moment is that uh, Landry gets his moment on a kickoff return where he causes a fumble to help them come yes. back. Yeah, uh, and, and wow. he and he gets like his moment. Of, so that's like his one moment of of being a hero. So, wait, causing and getting... a
2: fumble is a good thing.
0: Yeah, so on. So they're kicking. They're trying to come back. They just scored a touchdown. They kick off to the other team, and then on the kickoff, he like hits the guy and causes a fumble. And then and then he goes to the sideline and he's all cool. He's like, "That's how we do it, gentlemen," or whatever he says. Uh, I feel and like then, he can't really
2: act cool after fumbling something.
0: He no, like, no, because no, he made him the other guy. He yeah. hit him so hard that he dropped the football. So that's why he gets to have so his he's moment a of smashy like
2: smashy boy.
0: He's a smashy boy okay. in that moment, um, and he had kind of. I don't, I think that. If I remember correctly in season three, they made him a punter, so he hadn't really had much to do all year. Um, so no, no
1: he makes, they make him a punter in season
0: four. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm mistaken that. But anyway, that was like his big moment of like, I did something and uh, and it's nice. but then <laughs> uh, any,
1: teaches him how to punt
0: Oh, okay, um, but then so in this game, they go, they come all the way back, and it's like, yeah, we're winning, fuck you other team, but there's like a minute and a half left. And, like, the, the, the mood changes because it's like, oh, no, there's still time left on the clock. And it goes, and the other team gets down the field, kicks the game-winning field goal. They lose the championship. Uh, and then it ends on a Fountains of Wayne song with, I don't know if that's in the Hula version, but it's a Fountains of Wayne song in the original with uh, Riggins leaving his cleats on the field.
1: Yes. Wait, he just yes. took
2: his shoes off and left
0: them there. Well, because it's well, his last football game. It's football. like him signifying, like, I'm done. This. Everybody is it.
1: else was on the bus going back home, and mm-hmm. they're like, and they're like, Riggins, Riggins isn't here yet, and he's like, yeah. give him a minute. Right. Aww. The only moment you miss in that whole description, which was like in, exhaustive and incredible, <laughs> is coach going back to the uh, locker room after the game and saying, "That's the most proud of. Oh, that's I've right. I've ever been of
0: a team in my life."
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: also their families are there inexplicably oh, that's but, right. but it's fine it works for the moment
1: right, so, he brings the families in because he's right. like I want you to hear this so, right. this
2: the so they win
0: no no they don't they win lose. But they,
2: they lose but they're very he's very proud anyway
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and
2: JD never does any like he stays off the field like once he's kicked off quarterback he doesn't play anymore
0: yeah, that he comes. Game. He comes back to the sideline, but that's kind of the last you see of him, basically.
2: And like for the rest of the show, like he's not like the following no, season, season four. He's
1: the villain.
0: Yeah, because the oh. they because they go to the other school. The
2: other school. Yeah. Then uh, then
0: out. he he remains the quarterback at Dylan Proper. Oh. So
1: mm. um, because, so he
0: becomes kind of like the bad guy that they're like tr- like Dylan becomes the bad guy they're trying to stop.
1: And it's so fun, Tori, because Coach Taylor then becomes the coach (laughs) of, like, the shitty Bad News Bears. With Michael B.
0: Jordan. With Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Who does he play? Is he a, is he a, like, a runny
1: boy? He's a
0: quarterback. He's the new Saracen.
1: Okay, so he's a throwy boy. But right now, I'm, like, four episodes in, and he's still the running back. He has not started, nobody, I have no idea who the quarterback is, they never show his face. Right. Which is hilarious.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Nobody cares. (laughs)
0: but he's he yeah he he but like even like emotionally he's kind of the new saracen because he's kind of like the the wounded puppy who has like a tough family life um but saracen's uh, still
2: in the show because somehow he has to end up with julie because he is still
0: in the show oh but season four is his arc is so so good next episode i got is the saracen i can't I've been putting off
1: the sun for a couple of days.
2: This is what I'm curious about. Like, how do they balance the, the cast from the, you know, like the previous set of players Mm -hmm. once they've grown up, but they're still in the show. And there's also a whole new team that you're supposed to care about.
0: Well, the main thing is that it, it, it's mostly Saracen. So, so of the people who have graduated, it's Saracen, Julie, Riggins, and, um, Landry Landry Landry. right so so the other the others have basically moved on and they'll pop in and out once in a while
2: Tyra Lila like everyone uh, else, like they've all left
0: but even Saracen is a guest yeah he's not in every episode at this point
2: Julie isn't Um, either Please tell me Julie.
0: Julie is. She is, wow. but she's off at college, so she has her own arc.
2: Why? Why um, <laughs> why would you waste time on Julie's no, no. college Julie, time? Because she
0: has to go and get the best barbecue in right. uh, Austin with her professor. But Julie was awful. Is she is
2: banging she do- a professor? She...
0: No. She gets so yes. much better Are you kidding in me? subsequent seasons. Though.
1: Does she? She does does she <laughs> She's I so supportive like...
0: of matt and right, but that's after she comes back, like Ugh. at the beginning, she's still kind of the no, worst
1: and no. the- in the fourth Ugh. season she's still in high school, and uh matt is wait, when home. did she go to college is that season five season five, yeah,
0: oh my god, so the austin the the professor college thing is until season five,
1: mm
0: mm-hmm. oh my what god, All of right. course the episode I just watched.
1: Uh, well, I don't remember that yet. But the episode I just watched, Saracen, uh, like, uh, Julie's applying for college and Saracen's feeling wounded by it, so he decides to go hunting with Riggins.
2: Oh, that's a terrible idea.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it was.
2: <laughs> to be
0: fair, she may not actually sleep with the presser. They might oh. just make out. I, uh,
2: it's Julie. Not that
0: it, it's not that much better, but there is a moment, there is there, some, season five, like, Julie is the worst stuff going on. Oh, I'm assuming every um,
2: season there's some Julia's the worst. She so. wait,
0: when does she crash her car? Is that season four or season five? I haven't seen it yet. Does she kill okay.
2: anyone? Is it another murder? No, it's no. like a she's so
0: stressed out and God messed up that, that like she she like, she like she like she drives her car into a pole because she's like, I don't know what's going oh my on. God, like she's it's like <laughs> uh but famously this isn't no longer a Friday night lights podcast. Um, I just oh, had I've heard it
2: that. that, yeah. It. yeah
0: uh even though we've that now for 20 minutes sorry <laughs> we we've we've gone we've gone like i was i'm not gonna lie in my head uh, uh foolishly i was thinking oh this episode's gonna be shorter than 90 minutes because we were we looked like we were winding up at like about an hour 15 but uh we haven't and that's okay that's okay
2: um, we can because well, you could always split it up we could do we could be a bonus friday night lights catch up
0: no. You're going to let it run long. I'm going to let it run long. And because, look, the people, who, the people who will appreciate it will listen to the end anyway. That's <laughs> that's my true belief. The people who belief. weren't
2: turned off by the roadies.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, Hello,
1: Andy Edison.
2: Thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Uh, in, anyway, we'll be back next week with another our final Supernatural week. And probably more Friday Night Lights oh. because, I don't know, we can't help ourselves. That's so, right. Also, um, final
2: in quotation marks.
0: Final in quotation well, right well no but final for this uh, for our special our supernatural spectacular spectacular I can't yeah do it. I couldn't I can't do it could, I couldn't do it and neither can Tori but that's no, I okay uh, I do a lot uh, of
2: things that I
0: can't actually do. spectacular <laughs> <laughs> all right that's good night. that's a good place Annie good night good night.